Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Last of the Sports Talk it is Tuesday. Hope you guys had a great Labor Day. Uh, I didn't do anything. I don't know. Did you come into the studio yesterday? No, I didn't. Okay, just checking. Just checking. I don't even know if the studio I made was a few, open. Made a few calls and got a couple of emails, and they were like, "No, don't show up." Oh, did they? Okay. I, I was I was close See, to banging I, on the door, but you was here. I, I wanted to be here after that weekend. Oh Woo. yeah, oh yeah, football weekend, and I'm gonna talk about my KU Jayhawks. <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about that. We are so let's, okay. Yeah, we'll let's, get to I mean, it. Yeah, that's, that's, you know that's you know that's Division One, right? Okay. Yeah, not, I, I know <laughs> that. Okay. I, I, I hope you know that. Eight 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 three four six. Never mind what Demi talking about. Nine one four four. Eight 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 three four six. Nine one four four. You know the show. That's how how it's gonna go down. If you want the truth, you are gonna listen to this show. If you don't want the truth, go talk to your social because you know your friends gonna tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Quamla supposed to talk. Demi Lachey in the studio. I had a great weekend. Let me tell you why my weekend was great. Okay. Last weekend. All right. Now I went to the, I went to Kansas. Yes. Rock Chalk, go KU. Mm-hmm. Went there, great time. <laughs> Felt like, hey, Coach David, Dave Bating made it feel like home. He took care of you. Took care of all of us. That's good. I like to just isolate me, but he took care of all of us. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple I, I, pics. Well, huh? I've seen a couple pics. Y'all look pretty well, you happy. Uh-huh. All on over Twitter? Twitter. Oh, yeah. They, they y'all y'all everywhere. I'm hot on Twitter right now. <laughs> I got to get my bird, though. Um, <laughs> Candace, dumb back. She, oh, awesome. You know, she, I think she's a five time All American over there. Yeah. Right. She is. That is crazy. I didn't. I'm, I mean, I'm, t- I'm around greatness all the time. Mm-hmm. I keep telling people, if you're not around greatness or people that want to be great, get away from them. Is Conley's daughter? Is she still at Kansas? I have no idea. I don't know, man. I was just she in, I was in the field too. So I'm just asking. Oh, I was in the zone. I don't know. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I, not only did I get I get to uh, I got to talk to the team. Mm-hmm. Not only did I get to do that. Which was a great experience. I hope I get to do it again somewhere down the road, because I got a lot to say. But we had we had you know four guys, other four other guys talking too: Dana Stubberfield, mm-hmm. Gilbert Brown, Cal Moore. Let me shout out to assistant head coach Clint Bourne, my uh, roommate, a knocking Swain Dorian Brew was there. Marlon oh, nice. Baker. We got to play golf and mm-hmm. and Jay Split, Jennifer Split off. Um, but it was, there was more people. Mm-hmm. But I had a great time. It felt like man, when I first left Kansas. No, I haven't been back in years. Years on right. top of years on right. top of years. I went back last year to an Oklahoma State game. Then I just, like I said last week, you can't beat my the excitement I had, the feeling I had, mm-hmm. the although the Oreo I need to bring those prices down. Um, <laughs> but it was great. Not only get, I got to watch the uh, Kansas game. Now I knew what I was getting into. I knew what I was looking for. I knew what, what I was hoping for something different. I was hoping Kansas uh, beat. South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. We got too far behind. We got too far behind. Do you know it was 31-7 at one point? Yes, I know. And I, I was surprised about that. I, my stomach was hurting. But it was 31-7. Mm-hmm. But again, I knew what to expect. I knew what I was looking for. Give me... See, I'm a, see being a fan, and then not a fanatic, being a fan, I can wait two and a half years so this recruitment thing turns around. Exactly. Because he can mm-hmm. recruit. Exactly. Those guys can recruit. I can wait till the recruitment stuff turn around. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you know a lot about that. You went oh, to yeah. uh, Indiana State. Yeah. I know okay. all about the Missouri Valley. Sycamores. South Dakota State. Jackrabbits. I know I think, all about it. I think the Jackrabbits, yeah. I think they were number one, I think, or number two no. in their conference last year. Um, They finished 
Number two? That's what I was saying. We, we, we tied for number three. No, we were, yeah. Number yeah, they they they're, they always up there though. Year after year, great good great program for them. Is it? I mean, it's the I mean, I looked at those safeties and corners, and I would have been killing them. I, I, as I, a receiver or <laughs> as an offense, I would have ran three okay. plays. I would have killed them. I would have mm-hmm. had them so discombobulated by the third quarter, they would have called timeout. They would have had no timeouts to use. Right. I looked at those guys. That, those guys, man. So so when I saw that mm-hmm. about South Dakota State, when I saw those guys. That let me know that we got to do some recruiting at KU, mm-hmm. and it's gonna happen. Because I, I like the I like the words, I like the verbiage that's that's going around there. Mm-hmm. It's different from the past. Mm-hmm. We don't have that Neanderthal Charlie uh, Weiss who's you know come take everybody's players or take a team and win for a year. But when it's time for him to recruit, mm-hmm. he can't do it. No. But not only I got to see a Kansas Jayhawks football game. Two hours later, I drove down to. Butler County, El Dorado, Kansas. Oh man, you and got to see the move. Grizzlies. Oh man, I got lost too, man. I saw about a thousand cows on my way there. I got lost. That sounds normal. <laughs> Sound like the Midwest. <laughs> thousand cows and about uh, five hundred sheep. Wow. But I went down to El Dorado, watched the Butler. Man, them guys are Division One guys. I, I, mm-hmm. I watch. I'm watching those guys. I'm thinking, dang, they're getting better and better since the time I was there. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking they Division One guys. Do you know Butler County is Division One program? Mm-hmm. But it's the whole conference. Yeah, is, the Jayhawk conference. I've I've heard I've heard so much about it. I've had played with guys who went to Hutchison, who went to Butler, CC, Coffeeville, Dodge County, Coffeeville. Garden City. Yes, I've, Fort I've, Scott. Yeah, man, that Jayhawk conference is a monster. But in that monster, them Butler County Grizzlies, they hold it. They they number one. Well, well, tell uh, Coach at Kansas he need to start hitting up that phone line. He, uh, yo, who, Coach Beatty? There's Beatty, Bowie. Who, He's a pretty good recruiter. All so of I'm, them. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring he's gonna do his job. He need to get Kate, uh, my son over there first of all, develop some attitude. Yeah, with the rest of those. Yeah, guys. yeah. But we'll see. But man, I, that was my weekend. Just on football games alone. Did you check out the the basketball facility? The new KU works in the KU facility. I did talk to Scott they, Pollard. They got uh. The, they have some type of new like facility that just man, got built. I'm not thinking about basketball. Everybody, well, I thought you wanted to experience the whole KU every, experience. Everybody, bad, I'm, ready, I'm uh, asking basketball. you about. It. You know, I can go to. We, I, 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 I got sweet tickets. About... I got sweet tickets. You want to roll with me to Kansas? I got sweet tickets. No, nah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, not right now. I don't know what this guy's calling for, Coach Odell Jones. We're not talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers. What is he calling for, Coach Odell? What's going on, <laughs> Kwame? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, but what's up? <laughs> Man, I've been listening to your radio station, man. Just getting hyped on that KU, baby. Okay, yeah. Well, that's what it is, man. We we uh yeah we we a hey, it, it it's gonna be some growing pains, but I'm I got the medicine for. I'm willing to take it two and a half years of it. Right. What's good, man? Oh, nothing much, man. Just just checking the East Carolina Pirates out, man. You know, got a great win against Townsend. We got Florida coming in this week. Ooh. You know, we got to go down there, but it's gonna be okay. Oh Ooh, yeah, Gainesville, Gainesville. See, I don't, I don't mind that though. Well, ECU m- ain't no team. They, they, they ain't no team to shy away from anyone because they upset some teams uh, last couple of years. So, Florida better well, be ready. Period. Upset. I just think it's a win. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I don't, I don't. Like I said, I don't mind that. I don't mind when you know. It's, it, hey, Kwame, I'm supposed to talk, listeners. Dimmer, I stay in the studio. Coach Odell Jones on the phone. I don't mind. I don't mind when teams do that when they play like that. Mm-hmm. It's football season. Mm-hmm. Not only we got, we have the the college has started, 
Now, now I'm a Jayhawk, but I'm going to go green, too, because I got to see the Michigan State boys do their thing. They're going to beat Ohio State. But we got the NFL coming up. Easy. So, uh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> they gonna, they, they are. Easy. They are. Look what Virginia Tech almost think, did. We're going to get into I that. I think Braxton Miller got a lot to say about that. Yeah, not when careful. he's covered. Not not when there's a senior on him, not a freshman. Yeah, okay. Coach, what, Coach, what's, give me something new. What's going on? What's new? Well, what's going on is these Curry Colonels, where our coach at now, Division three school up here in Massachusetts. Uh, mm. We had a tough loss this past weekend uh, to Bridgewater State, uh, 41-21. You know, we're playing a lot of freshmen, but no excuses. You know, we're going to bounce back this weekend. We have um, my old school I used to coach at Fitchburg State University come to our home. So I'm excited about that, man. Man, that's that's awesome, nope. man. So, so you you getting it in? You you moving around? Okay. See, one one thing I do know about the coach. This is what I do know. Now you can go find some great talent, but you got to play with the cards you dealt. But this guy yep. is a mentor. He teaches. Mm-hmm. I've always said, and, and you guys might agree with this. I can't coach you on anything I didn't teach you. I got to teach you first. So now we got a relationship. We got a bond. We got an understanding on what's being expected. Mm-hmm. You guys agree with that at all? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, you have 100%. to teach first. Yeah, because once you teach first, it, it sets the tone for your culture overall in your environment of your team of the program organization. And it starts at the top, and it goes all the way down to, like you said, the freshman players. It goes all the way down to the new guys. So when they come in, they can teach the lesson as well because they're around each other as the players. They around each other more than the coaches are with the players, and the and but the coaches setting the tone. Of course, yeah, you definitely got to set the culture standpoint. No, I agree with that one hundred percent. And that, like you said, and and then that strength coach because I don't. No one gets, and I don't know if you guys know this, but kind of kind of over time, I've been noticing this, and through through some research I've done, and then and the research that's done me, kids don't get faster in college. You know what they get? No, they get stronger, quicker, and smarter. And when they get smarter, it looks like they they slowed the game down in their head, mm-hmm. so it looks like they faster. But whatever they are there, I'm not saying they can't get better, and they do get better. They get stronger, quicker, and smarter. Yeah. And that's the time you just got finished talking about. Who spends the most time with those kids in the collegiate level? It's a strength coach. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And strength coach. And you, you got to have a good – like uh, you got to have a good staff, man. And I know – wait a minute, you got some uh, coaching coming up too. Are you doing a uh, major league football? Yes, I'm excited about that. Um, uh, the 2016 season will be great. We we all excited. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. You know, Charlie Collins. I'm getting a little information here and there from him. But you know, it's <laughs> once it gets going, it'll get going because it won't be like the UFL. Mm-hmm. But you know, they gonna make sure all the finances and 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 everything's in place. And it is not to compete with the NFL. It's to give these guys from the NFL another chance to get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. These other athletes, because where the NFL is right now, and stop me when I'm wrong, that shield man is hard to compete with. But you could have a successful football league if done right and timing and where you put your game, place your games, and why you started it. Mm-hmm. You set that yeah. culture. You set the tone, you know, beginning with the top of the organization. Don't get no Roger Goodell's in the system. You set the tone. You have some, you know, have great energy people that can follow you, who take your word and, you know, who can uh, move it on. And that way you can produce it and put it out there like the NFL had started. So, like you said, you see the NBA, you see the, all these leagues overseas. Those guys out there, they're very successful out there. They're not the NBA, but they got leagues, they got championships, they got players who can play the game, who believe in it. They got fans that come out and support. Mm-hmm. Why can't the, the football, the American football, why can't that 
they have another league. The CFL is the closest. You know, CFL. why can't something else in, you know, in the U.S.? Coach know about them, uh, them Blue Bombers. He know a little bit about that. And, and oh, those, yeah. Know yeah. about them Blue Bombers, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, think, I, think the, I think the league is going to be outstanding. Yeah. I think once, because of one, we said it earlier, because of the coaching. These guys going to get coached uh, a little bit better to get them prepared to get into that league. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be the difference of them guys just, just making it and not making it and, overall. And you know what I like about that, too? They're being coached by some guys that's played. And, and now, now all, right. not all guys that play can coach, but these guys, this is a different thing, as you mentioned. They're being coached by some guys who can play, and they're not that good old boy system where you, you got this. Uh, cause here's my problem with college. You got a 60, 70 years old. He may be a genius football-wise, mm-hmm. but you try and coach a 17, 18-year-old kid. It's not going to happen. You can coach him. I mean, you can teach him. You can teach him, but you can't go through the stuff. See, me, I still, I'm still able to move around, do those things. But if you're a student and a, you have the passion for the game, you can do a lot of this stuff on the film work and show these kids. Mm-hmm. And they can go out there and get it done. Yeah, well, well, like you said, when you're 60, 70 years old, it's hard to get to a 17, 18-year-old that's time is different now. See, I'm talking crazy because I'm, when, I'm, when I'm 60, 70 years old, I'm going to think I still can do it. And what but, you but, can. But the thing will be is, is I did do it. Like, Coach, East Carolina, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did it so he mm-hmm. can talk to these kids. I want to ask you guys. You want to finish that up? No, no, go ahead. I want to ask you guys. And I know, Coach, I definitely appreciate you calling in. I don't know how much time you got. But before, we got four minutes to break. So I'll ask you first because Denver and I are going to be here all day. What do you think about those kids in Texas? And I've heard some stuff about them, as I said I did some research, and sometimes the research does you. What do you think about those kids and what they did to that referee, the back, well, the back judge? Well, I think that was just wrong. Because, um, you know, one thing about it, you can't let it get personal. Right. Especially from a player standpoint. You lose your mind. That you're going to take it out on a referee and hit that man. I mean, that man still has a family, too, now. Uh, if there was a, a disagreement about something you like to play called, then you talk to the referee about that. But for you to attack that man, suppose that man would have died. Exactly. Exactly. Do you know when you talk to I'm glad you said that. When you talk to the referee, they they get compassion about you being passionate about your your craft. Mm-hmm. And they look yeah. at things a little different. Not that they're not gonna call it, but they look at the things a little different and they might come up to you, hey number twenty two, or if he knows your mm-hmm. name, hey, be careful on this, you you're very close to doing this and I'm gonna have to throw the flag. But them guys lost their mind. They made it personal. And I thought that was the worst thing. Like I said, I did the research so I'm calling down there, and then you know we do seven. Everybody does seven on seven. Coach, you do seven right. on seven with the uh, kids, and you travel with them. I found out these kids when this one kid down in uh, San Antonio was eating them up, and these two kids, you know, they they start targeting him, trying to injure him. Why would you? Who goes into the game and say I'm gonna injure you? I, now maybe there's some guys out there like that. Obviously there are, but, but I never went into the game and say I'm gonna finish your career. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you hard as I can, and if you don't give up, I'm going to feel a certain way about that. But if you give up, I'm like, I got to get him again. I got to get him. Never said, I'm going to end this guy's career. Never took those type of shots. But these guys, and as you mentioned, Coach, these guys don't understand that this guy has a family. Mm -hmm. You could have killed him. He didn't see it coming. You target him. It was a bounty Mm -hmm. because he threw two of their players out prior to that. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's ridiculous and it's sad. And, you know, where do the coaches, you know, um, Coach Odell Jones, I mean, 
you know, you're a coach right now. You've been coaching for a time, and you know, Kwame, you have some coaching as well. Um, what do you What do you do as a coach when you see something like this happen? How do you control that? I gotta do go you, like 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 you, your kid. Would you suspend the kid immediately, or would he just be done? That kid is done for the rest of the year, in my okay. opinion. He's done for the rest of the year. Well, yeah, I agree with Kwame. The kid is done for the rest of the year, but I don't think you get rid of the kid out of your program because mm-hmm. if you do, I think you hurt the kid down the long run. Yeah. I think you make that kid be a part of your program and let him see what he's missing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you help him to let him understand, hey, what you did was wrong, So, but I'm not going to you know, get rid of you. You won't play, ever play here again, but I'm not going to get rid of you out of my life because I got, also got to help you as a man. That's what I am. And, and here's to make sure that, that you mentor young people. So that he will make that mistake again right. in other parts of his life. And, and, and you got to keep him around the program, like you said. You got to keep him around the program because if he's passionate about football and in that moment he lost his mind, because mm-hmm. sometimes you go temporarily insane. See, one of the things how yeah. you get to the professional level is you able to control your mind. Why do, why do we as athletes – do so much to our body to get it ready for the worst thing that possibly could happen, mm-hmm. but we don't work on our mindset. Right. So I'm gonna keep this guy around the program, but you ain't you're not playing this year. I'm keeping you around. You can't miss practice. You got to show up for practice like you, like you you are still part of this team, but you got to show up to practice because with you not in my locker room, that's when you're gonna continuously lose your mind mm-hmm. at a at a high rate. So I don't know what you're gonna do out there in them streets. Because you think right. somebody abandoned you. Because already you're unstable. And this is why I say you have to have a psyche valve with these kids initially. Mm-hmm. And I was asked yeah. why I'm so passionate about psyche valves. Because I need to know who, what I'm dealing with. It's just like um, not only a psyche valve. I, I need to know you know, where this kid come from, his background. Where do I need to help him? Mm-hmm. Where can I help this kid for, uh, by going through this eval? Not only that. That's why you take the SATs. Well, that's not why. But there's a equivalency test that you take to figure out where you are. Half yeah. of it's biased mm-hmm. and half of it's culturally biased. But you get to find out where you are. There's a mental test for a high IQ uh, to find out what your IQ is. Mm-hmm. And with this being an opinionated show, in my opinion, nowadays I feel like a lot of coaches at that higher level have forgotten about that, have forgotten about getting to know the key, really knowing who you're recruiting. Not just looking off of a database, going to a 707 camp, because the parents are selling these players. But then, mm. as soon as you're getting them in your system, it's like, oh my God, who, who are you? You know, right. who, what, what? I didn't hear this from your parents. Right. I didn't hear this from your coach. Their peers, their peers get in the way. But you know what? Those are memories, opinions. I always speak the facts. So my, this is a fact show for me. God, oh man, if that's the case, we need to but restart. We, yeah, no, we know. I'm lying. I'm lying all the way through. Hey, I do. I do. Got to take a break though. I got Coach Odell Jones. You better do the research on this guy. He, he hey, he knows his stuff. I seen him in action. Passionate. Kwame Last Sports Talk. We're gonna take a quick break. I will be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. 
Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art, and competition, Surf Talk Show is a place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and the Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports welcome back 888-346-9144 Demery Lachey is in the studio I am Kwame Lachey Sports Talk Can we talk about The South Dakota State Jackrabbits Yeah yeah You keep me, running away from I'm it I'm not running away from anything like, You know you gotta take This whooping like hey, a man I did. You I know played, you gotta take it I play with the cards That are dealt to me Before we get to that though <laughs> <laughs> The Patriots were huge Cheaters And Roger Goodell Covered it up This is a bombshell Dropped by ESPN This is a report mm-hmm. and, and let me get to this part Before we move on To the Jackrabbits since you so hell-bent on going there and talking about my Jayhawks. Man, before you took that flight to Lawrence, hey, I kept telling you. Former Patriot okay. coaches and employees say the videotaping was just the tip of the iceberg. Ooh. Yeah. It's a whole article on this. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the Jack Rabbits. We'll come back to this because I, I, I want to get this out <laughs> your system. Yeah, I, I got I to get this out, Kwame. Go um, ahead. Because I, I knew you, you was making a lot of noise, and I kept telling you. You do not want to schedule. Was I fanatic or was I a fan? How how you, was I acting? You was excited. I think you oh, was more excited about yeah. your speech. Nah, and you, you forgot about the game a little bit. <laughs> and I was trying to tell you, Kwame, I, I just stepped off the field. I just I just got away from uh-huh. from the Missouri Valley. I, you know, I'm still close to the to the conference. Man, a little we bit. beat the, my Butler County Grizzlies beat the Missouri. But Valley. what I'm saying is. You you got to be careful on scheduling those Missouri Valley football teams. Man. I don't think so. But go that ahead. conference is on a whole nother level at that FCS standpoint. Tell tell KJ to take notes because he ain't going to no uh, Missouri Valley. He going I'm to tell he you. going to the military if I pull him <laughs> if I pull him in the Missouri right. Valley. <laughs> uh, hey, Zach Zinner, former Jackrabbit, now a Detroit Lion. That's, I'm just saying that's one out of a dozen. And, but it, I'm, listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Go because ahead. You know what? The, that conference alone gets the most Division One transfers mm-hmm. who transfer right down. So right, because of, of Division One, and you're right. From the bigger FBS schools, I should say. Because the Division One guys 
are already in the program of Division One schools. Right. So I can understand. I can I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. I'm not dismissing the Missouri Valley, but go ahead. And you know, it, it's just. Year after year, you'll get a new guy. Oh, this guy come from Michigan. This guy came from right. Miami of Ohio. And that's how the conference, that's how it is year after year after year. I thought you year. was going to enlighten me, but you're not. Go ahead. I am enlightening you I, I, I because you, you cannot prepare. Yes, you can. You cannot talk. To, oh, this is the Jackrabbit. Oh, Missouri Valley. Oh, come on. That was you. We can play the tape. I, um, yeah, play that tape. <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe a little bit, but I don't think a lot. I might have said... You know, it's first game. A lot of teams do this. You were excited about the new coaches. I'm excited. You I'm, was excited I about am. the I new. I'm still, everything's I'm still new excited. in KU and it's, it's different. your speech. It's different. It's different. I, I, what it's speech different. did you give them? Because they came out kind of flat. No, I'm not trying to get on. I'm not trying to get on KU because I know it's a whole new. It's no, no, a new it's, it's, a, it's a talent thing, and I already talked to a lot of uh, okay. you know a lot of programs. It's KU, and I and what what the coaches they're doing there now. Everybody there involved there right mm-hmm. now, I think I kind of like where they are because it, it's a talent thing, man. You, they got to they gotta change the perception and the complexity of that program, football program. Mm-hmm. And I think this staff right here is the right guys to do it because he, he can recruit. Coach Beatty can recruit. Okay. You see all those guys on our on the KU team that's from Texas. Mm-hmm. He can recruit. I'm not saying that Texas is an end-all, be-all because Virginia is, but um, – he can get those guys, so he can go across the country and recruit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm, I don't know if these guys are who Texas University of Texas or Texas A&M or Texas Tech didn't want, but they in Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And and what I'm getting is, you know, it's going to take some time. I understand that. I understand that much. It's going to take some time recruiting, but you have to. And this time it's going to take, you have to get some athletes in there. Because when you look at the Jackrabbits, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. before I went to break, I would have killed those safeties in that corner. Mm-hmm. I, them safeties, them corners were about. Stiff. Yes, and they were 5'9", five, five, probably. 5'9". That high, size didn't have a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. but they were stiff. They just play, they just play so hard, and they, don't, so they I don't, don't get know, themselves out of position. I don't know if that had a, has a lot to say about. Them or KU? Real quick. Uh huh. What happened on that last play? Oh man, I tell you, that exactly hit national what news. Yeah, I tell you what happened. <sighs> Please explain to me about the quarterback. First of all, it was, it was it's hard. a new program, Kwame. I know. What, what is? Let, 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 let's move that out the way. I know it's a new program. I'm, I know it's a new head coach. I'm going to tell you, you got great things ahead of, ahead for KU football. What happened on that last play, Kwame? The quarterback made a great play. See, but two plays. A great play. What, what, you let me finish. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to walk you through <laughs> he made it. A great play. I'm trying to walk you through it. Don't give me what the program great play step. What happened? No, no, no. The great play was not that play. The great play okay. was he made it past uh, a play across the middle. Now yeah. two plays before that, he should have been doing that anyway. He should have been going across the middle way. The clock stops mm-hmm. when you get a first down. Right. The middle was open. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, I was in the booth. I went on the sideline. I wasn't calling the plays. I was in the booth. He was in VIP. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, VIP. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they, they they took care of me. But uh, that's what I saw. And I, and I was then becoming a fanatic as opposed to a fan. Yeah. My fanship went away. My fanaticness came back. Yeah. Should have did that. No, he did it on the third play. He got the first time the clock start. He was he, on the snap of the ball. It was a fumble because he was trying to spike it the first right. time. So it was a fumble. The clock run. There's no first down anything. Right. The clock's running. It was only two seconds on the clock. Then he tried to do it again. 
And but you had to line those guys you had up. To line them up. Yep. Two seconds ran out, and all you had to do was spike the ball the first time. You had to put the kicker on the field, mm-hmm. and we went into overtime, overtime. and mm-hmm. then we would have beat them. And then we would have beat them. I don't know. Um, we would have we would have beat them. But you know what? Those guys. You say my speech. My, they came out flat. I tell you what those guys did do. They fought back hard in the end. I can live with that. So now you got to have these guys got to know because I know the coaches been. I know those coaches over there. They've been preaching. You know, you got to start fast. You got to play with a calm mind. Mm-hmm. You got to play with some consistency, and then you got to finish strong. Mm-hmm. So, if they can get that together quickly, quicker than not. <laughs> They'd be all right. They'd be all right. Yeah. Because, it, wait a minute, now it gets tougher. Oh, yes. It gets tougher from the Jackrabbits. Yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying, what I saw with the Jackrabbits, I don't know, what it speak, I don't know yeah. which one speaks volume, Jackrabbits or how Kansas play. Mm-hmm. And I would like to say, because Kansas being Division One, but you, as you know, Jackrabbits get a lot of Division One guys from from transfers mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. JCs. Mm-hmm. I got the perfect program, uh, plan, blueprint, I should say, to do it. I got it. I know how to, like I said, he knows how to recruit. I know how to get these guys to stay in Kansas, and mm-hmm. and, and not saying there's a lot of I don't know, but I will find out. I know when there would not be a lot of kids wanting to leave the state of Kansas. They want to come to KU mm-hmm. and maybe even K State, mm-hmm. but they want to stay home. That change, that changes the program. I like competition. We not competition for anybody right now. Right. We are competition for ourselves mentally. Mentally, we got to get over being tired and practicing hard. That's gonna be the best. That's gonna be the best. Boy, they they gonna have to go through it. They, they're, they're, these practices are about to be tough. These practices are about to be long, and you just got to set the tone because when the future. Oh, I can't wait. Two years from now, I can't wait to see what Kansas is gonna be at the table. You know, I can't wait to see these guys who are like freshmen, sophomores, who's seeing this, who had a tough loss against South Dakota State. They gonna build it on this. They gonna keep that inside of them for so long. So two years from now, oh man, I can't wait to see. Hopefully, two years from now, they trying to because can't it's, wait. It's the Big Twelve. It's only it 10. is Big Twelve. You ain't gonna turn around in a year, right? And it's only two. Te- it's only ten teams in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. So South Dakota State might they trying to put their bid in. They are North Dakota State too, which they've been running FCS for the past four or five years, winning national title four years back to back to back to back. Five years in a row. Four years in a row. I thought it was five. You know what you're talking about. I do. Four years in a row. Yeah. Um, are they in, your com- I, I are they in their conference yes, too? Yes, they're in that conference too. They took a loss to Montana State, uh, another FCS, which is rare. They And that's why it's, it's a whole new light in the Missouri Valley. Indiana State, 52-17 over Butler. Let's move on. Did y'all win? 52-17. 52-17 over what? Butler? Butler. And then we got Purdue coming up this weekend. You know what? Big, big I, week I, for us. No, it's not. I, I, I bet you um, – <laughs> I bet you – Butler County Grizzlies would have beat y'all. No, not when I was there. You should see these guys, man. You would have said the same man, thing. You should I, see I, these guys. I'm not gonna. Nah, I'm not gonna say yes. They would have beat me. And I'm not disrespecting your team. I'm just. I'm more respecting. I the, respect. The, I respect. You, you, Kansas. Okay. Believe me, those we had kids come from those schools and was like, "Yo, we played against some NFL talented brothers out there and people, players. Period. So." I believe it. I, I guarantee. But I'm not going to knock my 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 team. I hear you. I hear you. I can't because you're being irrational right now. You're being irrational right now. That's why you you're not going to knock your team. I can't do it. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Had to get that out of my system. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I had you got to. it out. But you know what? I, I don't. And for real, that's real talk. I don't mind it because mm-hmm. 
that's what it is, man. That's you know, we got to step it up. And mm-hmm. I like the directions. This was the first game, mm-hmm. but I like the directions. Mm-hmm. You got to change. You you cannot win without players. So I can play with the cards I'm dealt, but I'm not. I'm not gonna win a lot of hands. Mm-hmm. I got to get some players in there, some monsters. Mm-hmm. And you got to have a thug or two on your team too. You know. You know what? Um, <laughs> ain't no thugs on the team. <laughs> ain't no thugs. On ain't the no team. thugs on Kansas. His, There's his, some thugs out there. Like this guy. This guy to play with me. Uh, Keith Loniker. His son transferred from I think from Fort Hayes or somewhere. Transfer there. Here's what I respect about Coach Beatty. Well, a couple of things, but here's one of the things. He told the two starting linebackers to stand up. <laughs> now, he got a transfer. The guy that played with me in college, mm-hmm. or I played with him in college. Mm-hmm. His son transferred to Kansas. He can't play this year. Right. He said, one of you guys will not be playing next year because of this guy right here. Ooh. Get it together. Ooh. That, that's real though. That, I mean, it is real. There's no guesswork. Who is it going to be? <laughs> Who is it going to be? Because that guy brings some attitude. His dad is a monster too. Mm-hmm. His dad does a lot of acting now. Um, well, <laughs> wait a minute. No, he's a movie he's from monster to yeah. He's an actor. Yeah, that's two no, different. Levels. He well, he can transcend from. <laughs> that's two different levels. He can transcend from the football field to another life. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys can't. They get caught in the transition. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to transition out of what, where they've been when it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a problem with the, their mental. Or me against the world, or I'm going to get mine, however I'm going to get mine, however I'm going to get mine, getting mine in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's, where that's where their mind is, some, some of them. But anyway, now nah, Keith Lonick, he's, he's he was crazy anyway when he <laughs> played, but he was a good crazy. It was a, I'm showing up to play. Mm-hmm. My man won't get the quarterback. But his son, what do you think he instilled in his son? Right. Like your son, your son, your your daughter, mm-hmm. they're going to have more. They're going to have half of you Ooh. in them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad. but That's, gonna, that's phenomenal. Is it? I, I, I'm hoping it's 60, 60, 65%. It's pushing it maybe. What do you think about this? Let's, I'm moving on to uh, Serena and Venus play. Yes. Today. Yeah, I know. Serena and Venus play. And I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say something crazy right now. <laughs> oh God! I mean, crazy. It ain't the first I, time. Yeah. Venus. Oh my! You better not try to beat your sister. <laughs> you better let her win. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Because what it's, do you it's, mean? It's history. Please. Oh my goodness. It's history. You just threw. Nut- I, I don't know. I see. I'm, I'm, Why you throw I, all that shade on Venus like that? Not, well, don't come in Venus like what that. What I'm saying is to that because I'm, I'm thinking when I'm saying I'm thinking about my brother. My brother was ten times athlete, better athlete than I am. Mm-hmm. So I say, uh, if I was playing him and he was playing for this big thing, now I'm I'm good in my own right. Mm-hmm. I'm on the scene. That's how we get into this match. Would I? How hard would I play for his history, his his historical moment or path or mm-hmm. greatness? Because if I win. I'm if me being Venus, mm-hmm. if I win, I don't. I'm not playing for a grand slam. But Serena got to come out. But I do say this too. Here, okay, I'm being hypocrite. Y- yes, you are. I do. I do say this. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I do say this. <laughs> I got to play. I don't care who. Like my teammates in college, your teammates in high school, mm-hmm. my teammates in um in the pros. Mm-hmm. If we not if we don't have on the same jersey, we are not friends. That goes for my brother, my mother, 
and my favorite person in the world, my grandmother, mm-hmm. if we don't have on the same uniform, I am trying to do you in. Mm-hmm. So being hypocritical right now, how does Serena, not, not, not so much Venus, because Serena's a better player than Venus, but it don't have to be as hard as it's going to be if she let if she don't. What, what I'm saying, Serena got to come out and play like that is not my sister. Like you are in my way, mm-hmm. sister girl. Mm-hmm. You are in my way. And then I just saw, saw the stats today on uh, another publication that uh, she's not everything she is and is doing. She's not even the highest paid female. And Serena Williams. Serena, yes. Venus, yeah. Serena. We talking about Serena. <laughs> Venus got a little. She, she got a little change. She got a pretty penny. Yeah, she got a little change on her pocket. A little pretty it penny. Ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't Serena. It ain't Serena money. You're right. But Serena don't have Maripovich money. Wow. Right. The girl that she beat 17 times in a row mm-hmm. makes $10 million more than her a year. Come on now. Speak on it. I'm not going to speak on that. No, yes, you are. Um, you you ain't gonna set me up like that uh, to talk about Serena money compared to. I don't like talking about people money anyway. Cause I, I look, what you make is what you make. I don't, it has nothing to do with me. Right. You better figure out something, Serena. Right. Um, yeah. You, but uh, <laughs> you better get it together. No, I think no, it's not her. It's, it's I think it's a, I think it's an appearance thing. That too. It's a Serena, yeah. But yeah. there was, but there's nothing wrong with Serena appearance. There's nothing wrong. Not but a thing. Serena. Just started to just branch out with her appearance her compared body? to not her body, but just you know she's been so focused See, for the not, past you're decade. Not, you're not keeping it real. I am keeping it real. Her body is look. She has been focused on the game. Period. Like that was first to her. Each you, and every time she so had a beautiful those, body. You said like, those photo shoots is what she's. The reason why she got to the photo shoots is because paparazzi was following this girl around, and then we finally caught her on the beach. Then it's like, oh man, <laughs> oh man, oh man, let's start doing. That's Drake boy. Let's get her in the photo shoot. I'm trying to block you out, but I can't do it. Go ahead. That's what I mean. That's <laughs> where it all happened. In my per se, this is an opinionated show <laughs> slash slash facts <laughs> slash quality. Keep facts. it real. No, but I, I am keeping it real. She was very focused on her game. Period. Man, more than it, anyone else. Demery. That's I, why I she dominated you. the game. Like uh, that's seventeen okay. times. That's okay. why I beat that girl seventeen times. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if I beat you seventeen times, how are you making more money than me off the court? You, I'm better looking than you anyway. Look at me, then look at you, then back to me. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? But you know, you hear what I'm saying? Though, for I, get real, you, I get you. I get you. I got you. Because I, I don't. They even yeah. compare her to Jenner. My goodness. I know. I it's know. it's disappointing. Um, Not compare her, but 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 they did some nonsense. It, 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 see, I'm a fair. You know why stuff like that bothered me, and I, I don't even know if this is really bothering me, but it it brings up an issue, topic of, of conversation. Because I'm a fair person for the most part. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'm fair. Mm-hmm. The other one percent, I'm trying to figure out who you are. Can you get over adversity mentally? Are you strong, tough? And maybe it's four percent, so I should go ninety six. But Everything being equal, mm-hmm. and I beat you seventeen times. I should be making more <laughs> money than you. Kwame Sports Talk. I'm gonna take a quick break because I gotta. They won't let her. She's straight out of Compton. We out. We be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us on the show anytime, Monday through Friday. Today with Tuesday. Before the break, me and Kwame were discussing about this Venus and Serena matchup. And then we started talking about the salary of what Serena Williams is getting and how it's not fair to the other women in her sport who are receiving a little bit more. Even though Serena has been dominating the game for the past, I don't know, 10 10 years, 10, 15 years, whatever it may be since she started with the beads in her hair, she still is not number one overall in a certain category. I'm pretty much what probably means a lot to her, to a lot to anyone, especially with getting involved in sports and whatnot. It's it's just not a fair standpoint. I'm glad Kwame brought this up, even though, you know, I, I didn't want to really touch up on it too much, but it's something that definitely needs to be discussed and talked about. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that he brought it this way. Because, it, like you were stating before, Kwame, it's just not fair for her to still be number two. Not even number, I don't even know what number she is, because I guarantee you there's other women in her sport in tennis that are getting paid more than Serena. Or just as much. I think Serena's number two, but or just as much as Serena. Serena right. is she's been the most dominant sports figure tennis in the game. For for a long time, yeah. I should say. But for her to not be number one, uh, what what is it, Forbes magazine? What was I looking at that? Forbes magazine. I don't she's know. Number- That's one heck of a source that you bought to the table. Right. I didn't even 
that that wasn't even in question. You know, you ask me who's you know most paid tennis women's tennis player. Tennis player, period. I would have said Serena Williams, of course. Yeah, you'd have thought that. Right. Sheree, oh, was that a Maripovich or something like that? Yeah, uh, Sheree the, the, Maripovich. She's, now, she's a pretty girl. But that's where you get the marketing. That's how you market. You can market gorgeousness, handsomeness. You can market, pretty, you can, uh, market prettiness. Mm-hmm. You can do that stuff. But, but, why, but not, what, what not, why not talent? Why $10 million difference? Yeah. That's what I want to touch 21 on. 21 to, uh, uh, I think Serena was, dang, I think Serena was 13. She made $13 million this year off the court, maybe, mm-hmm. on marketing. And maybe uh, Sheree made, Maripovich made $21 million, something like that. So it was a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, to me that's crazy. But Serena, you better get a new agent. No, that ain't her agent. I don't care who agent. She got the best. Who she can have the best agent in the world. It has nothing to do with that. You think so? I know. Yes. Okay. I think, in my opinion of this opinionated show, it has <laughs> not. See, nobody want to hear that, and, and people scared to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with that. Okay. At all, to me, in mm-hmm. my opinion, and I'm not going to apologize for how I feel. Why I feel that way is just where we are in this world and this and this and this nonsense we live through, live in. What do you think about the uh Tim Tebow getting oh, cut? It, it, I was sad. trying I was trying not to um bring that up. And I hope that we never had to bring this up again. I was a little hurt. Not hurt yeah, personally, but like was hurt. I was I was shocked. That I, he got cut? I was shocked. I'm shocked that he made it through the fourth preseason game. Call me. He wasn't playing bad football, man. He can't throw. He was playing bad he cannot football. Pl- he cannot throw as well as these other players at his position, but <laughs> he was not playing bad football. There's some college guys. There's, There's a guy at Butler County right now. Okay. Here that, we go. Uh, <laughs> that throws you better. You just go to Butler. You just go to Kansas. And I'm now just you, saying. You represent everybody. I'm going by what I, go my, ahead, the man. eye test. Bring another one. There's a guy at Butler County right now, starting quarterback, throw better than Tim Tebow. Of course. That's why he's going to be in a in a system a year from now, two years from now, whatever. I don't know how old the kid is. A year from now? But he's going to be, yeah, I, I guarantee it. Yes. Mm. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of guys in college right now who can throw better than the NFL pros. Yes. That's why they become starters as soon as they come in at James Winston and Marcus Mariota because they're a better, better talent than what some of the backups have, some of the starters even. I think Terrell Pryor has a better arm than some guys starting right now. Right, but I think okay. Tyrod Taylor took him well, long enough to it. finally get. Well, well Tyrod Taylor, I, I was to his defense. Can I speak on that a little bit? Okay, he was like Aaron Rodgers. He was sitting behind somebody for a while. He, Tyrod's not playing in front of a uh, big man. He was he started no, no, off in no. Pittsburgh. Yeah, but he's not playing in front of when he was in Baltimore. Oh yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. Right. He's Joe in Flacco. Baltimore. Yeah. He's not playing in front of Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. especially if I gave Joe Flacco <laughs> eighty something million dollars. Exactly. I'm not playing in front of him. Joe Flacco got his money. He's well deserving of that money. Exactly. Well deserving of what he had to go through and where he's taking that team, mm-hmm. even though they had a good defense offensively. How he approached the game. But year after year, Tyrod, seeing him play in the preseason, Tyrod is right now. He's yes, and I can't wait to see. Even though he opened up against my Indianapolis Colts. I can't wait to see. No, stop. I cannot wait to see his development over time. Like, he's finally got the keys to the whip, keys to the vehicle, keys to his system, the organization. I cannot wait. I'm excited to see what Tyrod Taylor is going to bring to the table. I'm going to watch the game. But you know what? 
I'm not watching the game for him, even though he's from uh, Virginia. You know, you know how we do. I don't need to. I don't, I don't need to know. Go I don't. You know how I don't do. know. I'm not from Virginia. I don't know how you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching for their defense. Mm-hmm. You know that was my fantasy football defense last year, right? Yep. That Buffalo, they didn't let me down per se mm-hmm. a lot last year. No, they didn't. And you laughed at me because I had the Buffalo Bills defense. I did. I giggled. Kept me in a lot of games. They did. They did. They won you a lot of games. They, can, they won me a lot of games too. So Tyrod, as you mentioned him, Tyrod's another guy. Mm-hmm. He's it, another guy that throws better than Tim Tebow. You're right, and that's why he's a starting quarterback. It took him time, but he's a starting quarterback now today. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to Tebow's standpoint, Tebow mania, Chip Kelly. I thought he was a great fit because because there, there was certain plays that he was getting in with the twos or the ones. And it was like kind of that wild wildcat, you know, package deal. It was working still against the one defenses of the other teams, against the twos. And then he just threw the ball against the threes and the fours. It's just him developing, you know, his arm. And he wasn't that bad. He was completing over who fifty percent, sixty percent of his passes. He can't even throw a drag route. He the guys coming across the middle, of, not in the middle. He come across the middle field, but at ten yards. <laughs> <laughs> he was finishing games though, eight of twelve. I don't, I don't see the. I don't see a reason. You know, Here's what I think. Chip he was Killer efficient. Did. He was efficient. Overall, did he kind of <sighs> throw a little duck here or there? Yes. But he was still efficient. Did he miss some wide open targets? Absolutely. Well, you can't do that. You can't do that. But he was making plays. You can't for what I need you to do. You can't miss a wide open target. You but put he me, made up for it. Is how when on Where? his feet? Mm, no. He missed some targets and he would take off running, well, score a touchdown. If he's more successful with his feet, won't he just go to H? Let's get these points. Won't he just be Braxton Miller? <laughs> Why don't he just be Braxton Miller? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Because he's a quarterback. He's, he's, he's not a quarterback. quarterback. He's an athlete. He's not as elusive as Braxton he's, he's Miller. A, he's Come a, on he's now. He's a great athlete. He's a excellent. He's a great athlete. Braxton Miller is a better athlete. See, when I'm talking about <laughs> Tim Tebow, yeah, way better. He's a way better athlete. He throws so. way better. T- Big Ten player of the year twice. I don't know what that's saying about Braxton or the Big Ten. Look, <laughs> this guy... When I'm talking about Tim Tebow, don't think I don't like Tim Tebow because I do. Because I was one of the first ones to say it is, if he wouldn't have got drafted in the first round, he'll still be in the league. He would have been a better class, a better well, a better teammate because he's a class guy. He's passionate. He would have been a better teammate if he would have got drafted in the third round. Mm-hmm. The pressure wouldn't have been on him to be a starting quarterback. But he would have been a third round draft pick. Mm-hmm. And you won't have to get – and at that time, you wouldn't have to give up a whole lot for a first-round pick. I think he got picked first round, 30th or 31st pick, something like that, um, into Denver, mm-hmm. which was I'm going to do somebody a favor type pick to me. But if he was a third-rounder, I think he would have been better off. I think he'd still be in the league. Mm-hmm. You're, not giving up, you're not giving up a lot for him. And you find that you get that chip on your shoulder too when you get not a first-round pick, especially with an aura like Tim Tebow had coming out of Florida. You go in the third round – yeah, he's going he gonna to have a, a different, a whole nother level of a mindset. He had a great mindset going into the NFL. That would have put it, you know, I agree. You know, he, he would have still been playing Sundays right now. But at the same time, I, don't, I, I, I thought, he, I thought Philadelphia was a game. great fit for I him. He, he, okay. I, was, I was shocked, honestly. Here's where and what I thought Chip Kelly was doing. He got, he got four quarterbacks, right? He had four quarterbacks. He had to get rid of one of them. I know it wasn't, strangely and crazy enough, it was coming down to Matt Barkley and Tim Tebow, <laughs> a guy who can't throw. 
Tim Tebow was in that system in case one of those quarterbacks go down, he got a guy that he can bring into his system during the season. Mm-hmm. He don't have to go to anybody else in the league. Mm-hmm. Tim Tebow knows the plays, and he's going to still want to play. Mm-hmm. This was all strategy yes. at a high level. So one of Matt Barkley, Mark Sanchez, Sam Bradford, go down. One of them go down. I need a third quarterback. Well, Barkley got traded to Arizona Cardinals now. See, I don't know why they did that. That's why I was oh, like, yeah, it's, it's okay. A, it, yeah, yeah, it's that's right. That's true. Yes, I do. He's going to make what this I roster. That's why I was like, oh, it's, it's you butter. Because you don't want to have two SEC quarterbacks. First of all, SEC quarterbacks stink. Yeah. SEC, I mean, <laughs> USC quarterback. USC quarterbacks stink. Mm-hmm. They stink. Didn't Palmer go there? Yes. Okay. Look, <laughs> Palmer probably played better than all of them, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's more longevity, smarter. About his craft. Uh, anyway, how do you cut Tim Tebow, trade Matt Barkley, and don't bring Tim Tebow back? He cleared waivers already. You can bring him back. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's, that's what I'm why saying. I was so shocked. I'm like, I don't know wow. why you're so shocked in the Paul. It was just, just Tim Tebow's not good. <laughs> at quarterback. At quarterback. Oh yeah, put him anywhere he'd be successful. Put him anywhere else he'd be successful. What game stood out to you, college football this week, past weekend? Oh man, I wanna, ASU. I talk, yes, ASU Thank losing. You. I'm going to the game this weekend. My goodness, I'm going to the ASU game. They got them new uniforms. I'm not going. And got, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go see that team play. You might want to come down for the Who tailgating. They playing? Yeah, nah, I probably I don't do care. that. Tailgating. tailgating. <laughs> tailgating. What I care. I, I mean, that, I that may happen, but I'm not going to go watch. The I thought Sunday Virginia Tech games. would beat. Um, Virginia Tech left a lot of points on the field. Yes, they left a lot of points. See, you can't have. It's college and it comes down to recruiting, but you have to have a backup that can come play. I know your starters are starters for a reason, mm-hmm. but when the quarterback went down for Virginia Tech, it was down here from there. Yeah, They're, they lost their emotional leader. I couldn't do know. a lot with my from the quarterback position. Then you got a Neanderthal fumbling the football. Mm-hmm. How you you about to run into three guys? This this is what pissed me off. Excuse my language, kind of sorta. You about to run into three guys. You get the football with one hand, mm-hmm. you're not getting any more yards. Cover it up with two hands, mm-hmm. live to fight another down. Mm-hmm. And he fumbles. Tell me about the guy that didn't go watch. What, that was, was him. That yeah, yeah. That was him. Hey, I know. I don't know what the guy. J.C. Coleman. Yeah, from Norfolk, Virginia. I don't know what the gold watch is. <laughs> I don't know what that gold watch is. I was waiting is. for you to drop that one. Yeah, Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, you gold go watch. He's a baller, too. He's just like, you can't be that idiot. Why I'll put it on the gold watch? Yeah, I don't know what that's for. I got I ain't gonna do, I'm not gonna even do research for that. It's just gonna have to come to me. Coming out of Virginia. So, so ASU. Out of Virginia. Go ahead. <laughs> so ASU. That was oh. a, that was oh. surprising and disappointing. Disgusting. Yeah. Texas A and M. Watch Texas out. Texas A and M. Well, oh my goodness. SEC? No, you didn't. Well, it was SEC. They had no business. ASU has no business losing. They had no business on that field. <laughs> they had no business losing that game for what they was ranked. I thought. Thank you. Yeah. Was, yeah. And I talked about that Friday a little bit. Talking about why 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 are they the underdog in a the game? They're ranked number fifteen in the right. country, but you're Texas A&M was stated to lose, right? Against and it it played out pretty well. Damn, we got a, it's Tuesday, so we're gonna be off tomorrow. So we got to do some blogging. I might blog tomorrow. Y'all check out the blogs. I send them out yes. to everybody, global, worldwide. This is from La Sports Talk, Force America Sports. Demi Lachey in the studio. We're gonna take tomorrow off and get it done, get it right. Come back Thursday and Friday, hit you hard. We got football season, NFL coming up. Don't forget to get into your fantasy football. It's that time. We out. Thanks.
for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.